Hello and welcome to another edition of the Turd Ferguson Report. Historically, we've done preseason with conversations with coaches, but today we've got special guests from the Cedarwood Tavern pre- and post-game show, Mick and Vern. And if you guys don't know, this is really a Cherokee County show or podcast today because we're going to talk about what Cedarwood Tavern does better than anybody else that I know is is cover Cherokee County football and to the level that uh, really highlights these coaches and players in our county. And so Mick and Vern, welcome so much to the Turd Ferguson podcast. As always, it is my pleasure to have you guys on. Thanks, Art, man. We appreciate you, uh, everything that you do for Georgia high school football, man. Thanks for, for, you know, having this forum for us to be on here. Appreciate it. Art, Turd Ferguson, Mosley. (laughs) <laughs> you're giving up my real information man i'm, I'm i was in a witness protection program so guys let's 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 go just ahead like, and get... hey just like just like Vern, if they want if they want to find you they're gonna find you <laughs> for sure for sure hey let, we we asked this coach this question to repeat visitors on the turd ferguson report but we're gonna ask you guys how do you spend your off season is it are you guys in the bunker studying stats and film or, or is it time to get away for a little bit and, and spend some time with family? You know, it's a little bit of both. So right after the the season ends, you know, we, you know, we hunker down and we're, you know, we're talking about this is what these guys did. And, you know, this is kind of what we thought. And, you know, we're also watching, you know, the coaching carousel also coaches coming in coaches leaving you, know, where are those guys going and following kids and, you know, so we kind of we take a little time doing that, and we also sort of get ready, and we we kind of will go out and do a little bit of spring football coverage. You know, try to get our hands on, or you know, try to meet the new coaches and try to get a you know uh, a feel for what's coming up in 2019, and that take a look at who the new stars, who the studs are for for the upcoming year. So, but we for the most part we take some time off, but you know it's. It's not all, you know, all golf and and uh, and water sports. We 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 do like to play uh, a little Cedarwood Tavern football. Yeah, I'll echo Mickey. I mean, w- what we do is for fun, and and you know, I don't think we ever get stressed at it. We do what we do. People in Cherokee County listen, or they don't, uh, but we do it for the coaches and the kids. But yeah, I mean, it's not stressful. But at the end of the year, you know, four or five months going at it every Friday night. Um, we do kind of get away a little bit, just kind of step away from it just like anybody else would. Uh, but even then, you know, two, three weeks, a month later, we're all together and it turns into, what do you think about 2019? So <laughs> we can't turn it off for, for too long because we love talking about Cherokee County football for sure. And social media is running 100 miles an hour all the time too. So we're, you know, That's we're, we're in- you step away too long from a, uh, you know, you step away from social media and all of a sudden you got, you know, 20 more offers and a kid committing and, you know, who knows what. So, yeah, you, you, you know it, Art. You have to, uh, you have to stay – you kind of have to stay tuned in throughout the year for sure. So 
Now we we I know what you guys do because we're I don't want to say we're tied to the hip, but in in some aspects we are tied to the hip. Uh, the Turf Ferguson Report and the Cedarwood Tavern. But tell the folks exactly what you guys do. I know the, the pre and post game show, but there's some other things you do around the county. And also, who are some of the folks behind the scenes at Cedarwood Tavern that that make things happen? I know you, Mick and Vern, are the are the on air talent. Uh, but some folks have like a face for radio like me or uh, uh, just don't want the limelight. So kind of give us like a little uh, sneak peek behind the scenes at Cedarwood Tavern. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you're very close to it, Art. You, you know, you're you're part of it, right? You're you're stepping in when one of when Mickey and I are out um, and you're here and you're you're part of a lot of what we do. So, you, you know, it. but yeah, for the folks out there, um, I mean, the most fun to me, and I wrote an article a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, and I idolize high school coaches and college. And that's, you know, I think it's some of the best people in the world. So, you know, for us and for me, you know, kind of what we do behind the scenes, I love to stay in touch with the coaches. And I know they only have so much time in the day, but, you know, Bud, Coach Buddy at Woodstock, Coach Shaw at, at uh, Cherokee, you know, and, and what going on our fourth year now, you know, we've gotten close, you know, we've gotten pretty close and, you know, I consider them, you know, people I can text or call if I have questions or want to talk football. So like to me that, you know, behind the scenes, you know, that's probably the most fun uh, that I have with it is just being able to pick their ear and, and the relationships with the Dan Carmichael's and the Larry Prather's and the uh, Dave Garner's, you know, those are just relationships we wouldn't have, uh, have really created and, bonded with you know without the show i don't think um but you know yeah for mick and i are in front of it you know for, as far as you know who makes this happen obviously um the wives uh, the cedarwood tavern wives if, if they didn't give us a blessing to go crazy all week and do research and then go out and be gone all friday night um this wouldn't be a thing so you know great appreciation for what they do for us and especially the the time they spend on give backs and any of our uh crazy give back to Cherokee County ideas. They put a ton of time for that. And then you got Keith Foley who does most of our production stuff. So where's the camera going to be set up? You know, do we sound okay? Is the, is the mic working? Uh, Keith makes it happen. Um, and not to say he does, he does not make us look pretty by any means, but at least he tries to put us in the best <laughs> lighting possible. Um, so thanks to Keith. <laughs> uh, Jeff Wells, you know, does all of our operation stuff and he's in charge of our give backs. And, uh, you know, the, the school supply drive and the wing contest we just had, that's a brainchild of Jeff Wells. And, you know, that thing wouldn't even – we'd have never even thought of it if it wasn't for Jeff, you know, stepping into his role. And then I know Coleman Rudolph, he's been close to us, but he's also been coaching the last two, three years. So, you know, he, he's there when he can be. But um, with, that, with him retiring from coaching, Coleman will be more involved this year, a lot more involved. And, I mean, to me it's just – um, with Coleman, it's, it's, you don't understand how little you know about football until you talk to somebody like Coleman, you know, like watching a game with him, he's going to see things that, you know, I, I couldn't see, you know, watching it for the hundredth time. So mm -hmm. I think there's just this level of expertise and, and, uh, man, you know, you've seen him on the pregame shows. I mean, even just coming on for five, 10 minutes, the, the words of wisdom and, the knowledge he, he spews out is just incredible. So he's kind of our uh, resident expert. He's done plenty of radio and, and TV, too, in his in his previous years. So uh, that's kind of the crew. And then, obviously, you're there as much as you can be, Art, with, with 10,000 other things you have going on. That's exactly right. I mean, there's for, 
for number one, yeah, it's, it's the wives that allow us, and, and they're, you know, they stand behind us, and they push us, and they encourage us, and, you know, doing our, our wing eating and school drive, our school supply drive, you know, they're out there in the trenches, and they're counting every single piece of it, you know, going on, so it's, you know, it's our wives, it's Allison Eubanks, Kim Brown, and, you know, and of course, you are Keith Foley, Jeff Wells, Coleman Rudolph. Um, you nailed it, Vaughn. That's that's the crew. That's the Cedarwood Tavern crew. That's it, guys. Uh, what, let me let me, let us in on what's new. And and, and you're, this is year four, if I'm not mistaken. So, year three, uh, probably the biggest and, and best. But what's new for Cedarwood Tavern this year in year three? What is something that the the folks in Cherokee County can look forward to? You know, we're 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 figuring it out as we go. Also, you know this this whole Cedarwood Tavern was formed out of Vaughn's basement. It's us, just Vaughn's just crazy love for for high school football. And I'm like, I want a piece of that too. So, and like we talked about last year, you know, with hey, let let's build some punts. Let's have a little bit more fun. Let's get some more people involved. And I'm pretty sure something else will come up. And just like Vaughn said earlier, we won't know until we walk out on the field. Is it going to be me in a, in a referee outfit, you know, going out for the, uh, for the, for the flip, you know, to start off, who knows, you know, there may be some disguises along the way. I I mean, but as far as, you know, new stuff, I mean, one big thing that we're going to be doing and Vaughn had kind of briefly mentioned it. We're going to be, you know, WLJA 101.1 is, has come alongside of us. They're like, dude, we like what you guys do. We want to, we want to cover your pregame show and we want to cover your postgame show. Yeah, and that's a big one, Mickey. You, you hit it. I mean, you know, pairing up with them to, to, to talk Cherokee County football and, you know, uh, promote their, you know, I don't, I know it was two years ago, I think was when they started doing their game of the week and uh, Larry Prather and Dave Garner up there just doing an incredible uh, job in the booth of their game of the week and they do their own little pregame and then they do their their player of the game afterward too um and they just do a tremendous job so to be able to partner with them and uh them pick up the postgame show was a big deal but yeah mickey you know as far as last year you know we 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 never try to take ourselves too serious when we when we start going to pat down the path of trying to be these you know uh these professionals that uh you know go by the book and think we're on sports center that's not us you know the hot dog eating the the punt catching just got added in last year for fun and uh, you know i think if, if, if we're not having fun and dave gardner said this when we were talking about some of the radio stuff and he was just he wanted to make sure we kept doing what we're doing because if we're not having fun people are going to stop watching and and we're not going to be as, as good as i i hope we are for the county but um, yeah, and you know, when you look at last year to be able to be a part of that Sequoia Creekview game, I mean, that was one of, that's one of the highlights of my football watching fandom covering whatever. That was one of the highlights for me. So that was just, that made for an incredible year three for us. Guys, now, j- just for the fans, so you all will be available on Periscope, but they can also find you on WLJA 101.1. And also, is there an, a radio app for that as well? Will you guys be available on both uh, both media? Yeah, we'll. So we will. You know, they can continue to tune in, tune into us pregame or postgame. 
like they always have. So if they follow us on Periscope and Twitter, we go live, they're going to get a notification and they pop on. So that nothing is going to change with that. We, we, we talked about radio only or video, you know, again, every off season, we kind of think of, you know, what can we do? But at the end of the day, we're, we're trying to bring as much attention to Cherokee County football as we can. And the format really doesn't matter. Right. So we, but so we'll do, you can pick us up the same way you always have for pre and post game for pregame. We will still do our pregame, right? So we'll be doing our pregame up to about seven o'clock, seven o'clock, uh, Larry and, uh, and Dave Garner do their uh, WLJA pregame, and then they lead right into the game. So we'll be the, we'll be the same as we've always been for pregame. Postgame, same thing. You're going to be able to li- listen to, to us, watch us the same way you always have on Periscope and Twitter. The caveat is we'll also be on WLJA, either the station, 101.1 FM, or I'll tweet out the app, the, the most uh, user-friendly app for iPhones or Android to uh to listen to it through the app so you'll just have more multiple options for post game art a lot of people you know they they want to see you know what the what was the uh how did the punt go or uh, how what was the the hot dog so you know periscope will still be available and we had kind of talked about that but hey that's what uh that's who brought us so uh, we're gonna we're gonna hang in with periscope for right now guys you you uh alluded to or Vaughn, you alluded to the uh the Creekview Sequoia game, but brief, briefly recap last season in the county. Uh, did, did things turn out to your expectation, or were there some surprises? Whoa, yeah, we. I think Mickey and I were on the same page when we got when we got to the pre the preseason coaches show. Um, we did it here from the tavern. It was, a, I mean, we kind of planned that thing the week of, and it was incredible with the attendance we had and people and, and the, the gridiron club coming in. It was absolutely phenomenal. But, you know, we had the coaches on, and Mickey and I kind of gave our thoughts on the upcoming season. And we were both, even, you know, we didn't do a lot of planning for it. He had his opinions, I had mine. We both thought Sequoia and Creekview, in whatever order, would be the two strongest teams in county, regardless of classification. So I think what you saw last year, and we also said just by by going around in spring, um, man, it was going to be the year of the offensive lineman, and and it, it and it was. I mean, Sequoia and Creekview um, were phenomenal all year long. Creekview beat Sequoia over at Creekview twenty four fourteen to to have the upper hand for the region. And then you have Sequoia that, uh, you know, turns it on strong after that loss, you know, pick themselves up, put their pants back on, and they finish second. Um, so I think that played out the way, it, you know, we thought it would. But, you know, going back to the linemen, Majid and Haney and Trevor Stevens and, uh, man, you had Nick Pendley who's over at Mississippi State now. You had D'Antonio at Etowah that's at Northwestern. I mean, we it literally turned into the year of the offensive linemen in Cherokee County. Um, and, you know, you saw teams going really deep. Um, unfortunately for Sequoia and, and Creekview, they run into eventual state champion and state runners up in Lee County and, and, uh, Northside Warner Robins. Who knows how far they would have gone if they didn't have to see them in the quarterfinals, but they did. It happened. And then on the, uh, on the 7A side, you know, you really had, um, you really had Cherokee and Etowah. Not great years, but uh, serviceable and, and solid, finishing 3-4. Unfortunately for them, they had to travel to uh, Lowndes and, uh, and Colquitt in the first round. It was a horrible crossover region for them. Uh, and then Woodstock, you know, I thought, thought Woodstock had potential, but once Dean Braxton went down, um, yep. you just, they, really, they really found no solutions at quarterback. So that, 
they, they, you know, it would suck. He, he, Buddy's got to have a quarterback to sling that ball around. And they just never found that guy. So that's kind of my quick recap. Uh, you, you nailed it. You know, and it was, it was definitely the the year of the offensive lineman, and that allowed so much to happen. With I mean, look, Cade Radham with uh, over two thousand yards rushing. So I mean, all in all, a great year. We had some great coaching. You know, some some really big names, and I think. We had some great players go to, you know, take on, go to the next level, some D1 football scholarships. And, you know, so it was, it was huge for us because we're like, I think Cherokee County football is getting a little recognition off of what we had last year, players and coaches. So it was, it was huge for us, you know, and that's a little bit, a few more eyes on us at that point. Not that, anybody cares about what Mick and Vern have to say, but, you know, <laughs> hey, that, that's part of it. Hey, a, a rise. That's right. Uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think we can talk about last year without, you know, kind of what Creekview did. And I know I mentioned them, but, you know, to, to go 12 and 0 uh, up until that quarterfinal game, Cade Radham, you know, they, again, you know, if you look at last year and we'll talk about it and, and definitely hit on it, you know, as we get to the upcoming year and as Nikki and I continue to cover this year, uh, Creekview and Sequoia lost a ton of seniors, right? So they, they were set up to have those one, two deep playoff run years based on those kids they have, uh, that had in their program as seniors were just absolutely phenomenal. And you could list them off and, you know, we could take all night to list them off. But the other thing from last year's, you know, uh, coach, uh, Adam Carter comes into Creekview great hire a good pedigree and, and we knew from meeting him early in spring he was going to do big things uh unfortunately Creekview, he was the one and done heads over to grayson but um you know we do we, we do have two new coaches coming into county trevor williams over at Creekview and uh mike collins at river ridge so both of, both are looking to, to come in and do something what have you guys seen this spring or this summer that might surprise some people and then after that, and we can we can go into you guys almost got into it, but the outlook for four re, uh, class seven uh, A region four, and then class six A region six, which encompasses all the county teams. So let, let's start off with the first one. What have you guys seen this summer that might surprise some people? So just uh, uh, if you can give a little teaser, uh, that would be awesome. And then we'll talk about your outlook. This is a little teaser now. The the, the opinions of uh, of Mickey Eubanks and uh, Cedarwood Tavern may not reflect what Turd Ferguson uh, ha- has to to say. Also, thanks for the so, disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, so you know, out of out of seven A, I I mean, I'm looking at a, a surpriser. I mean, I really like what Cherokee's kind of putting together. I know, and you know, they're got a brand new quarterback, uh, a sophomore. Uh, AJ Swan coming out there. You also have a, a sophomore running back, and uh, I think it's uh, Keith Adams Jr. And man, they were talking about that kid there. They didn't want him to practice so much because he's taking out some of their best defensive linemen. Uh, Cherokee is going to be—they are going to be something to reckon with. I think they're probably going to be. This is there again, my opinion, and what do I know? But I think they're going to be the cream of the crop for for Cherokee County. Now I'm I am 100% positive that Dave Svela and Brent Buddy with uh, Etowa and uh, Woodstock, uh, respectively. I know they they have something to say about that, and uh, they will not go quietly into that good night. 
Oh, so you're going out on a limb, Mickey. You're going on a, out on a limb with the with the, I'm going with out the Warriors on a limb and picking the Cherokee, <laughs> the Cherokee Warriors. That's right. All right, I'm, I, I hate to pull a Lee Corso here, but not so fast, <laughs> my friend. Oh, here we go. I, I I feel you. We we are close to that program. We walked out there for spring, and it was like, oh, something it's something different's going on at Cherokee. Um, man, they've got good looking kids. They've got athletes. They've got skill players. They've got D linemen. Um, they're lacking. And, and I think what could hurt them overall is youth and offensive line. And I do agree with Mickey. They've got weapons and they could go out there and put up 45 a game. And I would, I would not be shocked. They have that many skill players. AJ Swan, again, I think he's, I don't know if he started a high school game yet. He may have started one, but, uh, the youth there, Keith Adams played some last year, didn't play a ton, so he didn't take a beating last year. But they're young, man. They are young. And, again, they could go out and put up 45 and run through the region uh, like nobody. I'm just not 100% sold yet because they are so young. What I do uh, – so for, for – but I think I think Etowah is going to be what Etowah is. They've got to find skill players at some point. Yep. Uh, Dalton Miller's back for his senior year, and, you know, I, I think – Confidence-wise, he can go out there. Does he have enough weapons under Nick Maddox's back? And they've got him, and they're starting to find him again. They just they, they can't keep looking over their shoulder and wonder who's going to put up help them put up points. But I think defensively, that defensive line with Devezin, um, you got White Camp in there, you got um, Milanovic. I mean, their defensive line is going to be tough. So you know, if you look at Cherokee, all of a sudden, does AJ Swan have a t- have time against a defensive line like that? I don't know. But then, sorry to get, drag on there, but Woodstock, I think Woodstock, if if they find that quarterback, whether it's Roper um, or or the the junior, I, I think if they find yeah, Ormsby, I'm sorry, if they, uh, whether it's Roper, Ormsby, or somebody else, I know they've got a competition going on, but I think I think they've got weapons over there, and obviously David Daniel. Um, you know, holding it down on defense. But, man, I think Woodstock has enough weapons. They're kind of in the same boat with offensive line. Um, if they can find one, I think they can put up points as well over there. And then for me, 6A, um, it, it, uh, this, this is going to sound cliche, and I know uh, you got more than just me out there saying it, but um, honestly, I think Sequoia and Creek, you, you, they just lost too many. They lost too many guys that have been – uh, playing since freshman sophomore year to not look around at some point and go, where's Cade Radham? Where's Collier Pace? Where's Cole Jacobs? Where's uh, Andy Davis? I think it's just going to be tough for them. And I think Dalton, Harrison, Alatuna, Sprayberry, uh, Sequoia, Creekview, all solid. All are going to have solid years. It's going to be a crazy year in this region, in this region 6-6A, because I think on any given night, you could go out there and lose. But I do think it's back to the big three, unfortunately. With, with Dalton, uh, Jameer Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs, the running back at Dalton, uh, but probably the 6A player of the year. Um, absolutely incredible. And then you got Gavin Hall over at Harrison. So I've got Dalton, Harrison, and Alatuna back up in those three spots. So now you're playing for, uh, playing for four again, where I think we were a couple years ago. It's kind of like Sequoia and Creek be playing for that four spot, mm-hmm. but you add Sprayberry in this year. So there, the, the shock value. The, the the shock the shock value um, scenario I talked about a little bit earlier on the pre-show was there is a very likely scenario and I hate to say this because I'm Cherokee through and through there is a likely scenario that Sequoia or Creekview 
uh, neither one of those teams makes the playoff this year. And I'm sorry, Cherokee County, but that is what it is. I think you went out, and, and, and no disrespect to Jameer Gibbs at Dalton, I think he's a great running back, but I believe that Kyle Toole might have something to say about that down in Lee County, and that's no disrespect to 6-6-A, but uh, bold prediction, and you, 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 that's one thing I love about you, Vern, is you're not afraid to go bold. So I'm marking that down on the tape at, at you know, 24 minutes. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, Player of the Year. And like you said, you know, we, we did have a chance to talk to Coach Teeter. We've got Coach Williams uh, and another couple coaches, Coach Buddy and I believe Coach Shaw, upcoming on the podcast. And, 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 and Coach Teeter kind of alluded to the, some of those things you were saying, that the big three looks like they're going to return. Harrison's been there from, from day one. Uh, Alatuna always tough. I mean, you guys seen them play. They just don't quit. Um, Dalton, a uh, little bit of a down year last year, but like you said, Jameer Gibbs coming back, probably front runner for region player of the year, along with maybe the quarterback over at, uh, at, at Harrison, maybe the quarterback at Alatuna and, and possibly big John Williams over at Creekview. But, um, uh, and then that 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 fourth playoff spot, and Coach Teeter said Sprayberry is going to be a tough team this year. You know, you've got Creekview and, and Sequoia, yep. and then uh, we we don't know what we're getting with River Ridge and Coach Collins, brand new. He's he's got uh, probably going to try to get some energy into that program. So a lot of interesting things to shake out. Um, you know, I, I feel like we beat a dead horse with this, but River Ridge hasn't uh, gotten that first county win yet uh, in a regular season game. Is this the year they, they get that? I don't I, – if they're going to do it, I think it probably has to be this year. When you got a new coach, you got this energy, and they are flying around. I just think, you know, uh, I, I hopefully everybody at this point, spring, summer, and going into fall, everybody's flying around. What happens when they get hit in the mouth? And, um, and, and they have to get back up. Can they, will they, um, I think they, they, they're going to have more fire this year. Can't, do they have enough players and athletes to, uh, execute against, uh, which is, you know, Sequoia, if they're going to be in County this year, it's probably Sequoia or Creekview. Can they do that? We don't know yet. I, I'm guessing no, not, they're not ready for that yet. Tough one, you know, new coach coming in and we, and we love coach Collins, you know, just like Bond said, bringing that fire and have the guys flying around all over the place. But, you know, we also one of our the, the first times we meet Coach Collins, the first thing was like, "Hey, Coach, how's it going? What, you know, what are you guys doing? What are you working on?" He's like, "Well, the first thing I'm doing right now is trying to introduce these kids to the forward pass." So uh, <laughs> he, he's he, he was a little bit behind the eight ball there, trying to trying to get some stuff going and trying to trying to some figure figure out who's going to play quarterback. You know, we got a couple of really good options. Uh, you know, Chase McGinn, uh, Amir Morrison coming in, they're going to run the ball for them. So, you know, they got some talent. It's just, are they going to be able to put it together? Are they going to be able to block? Are they going to be able to, to keep the other team out of the end zone? That's right. The Knights will have three chances this year. They get uh, Etowah and then the two region games with Cherokee, um, excuse me, Sequoia and Creekview. So, uh, we will we will stay right. focused on that, guys. Let's uh, moving right along here. Uh, you guys have done this each year, released a kind of your watch list or players, you know, preseason. We call it the dirt, the dirty dozen for the Cedarwood Tavern. Who are we? Don't have to tell us the dirty dozen because I know we, I want to ask when that's going to be released. But outside of the dirty dozen, who are some players to watch in the county?
You know, uh, I think I gave a couple away. Uh, so, hasn't started a game, hasn't played a, a varsity game yet. Uh, A.J. Swan, quarterback over at Cherokee. You know, I'm I'm going to be watching A.J. and and see what he's got. And also, you know, I'm wanting to keep my eyes on, on their little running back over there, too. Um, there's another kid over at, uh, at Creekview, uh, Tyler Stevens. You know, he's – I'm pretty – is he a junior? Is that right? Am I right with that, Vaughn? I think he'll be a sophomore. He, I think he caught the pass last year down the middle on Sequoia. And okay. He was a freshman. I think he's a rising sophomore. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> some young guys out there. Uh, you know, I'm – Keeping our eyes on all of these quarterbacks uh, around the county, you know, uh, seeing what seeing what Brody Rose at Creekview's got. I want to keep my eyes on, you know, a, a kid that just signed a, a baseball scholarship to go pitch at Columbus State, uh, who's been in the program since 1995. Colin Kaprowski. <laughs> he could have been born in 95. Becky, come on, he had to be born in 2001. <laughs> he has been in the program because he had older bro- he had older brothers. Yes, you're correct. He has been around. He has, I mean, he bleeds black and gold. This kid has been around the program forever. So, I mean, those are a couple kids that I want to watch. I mean, of course, uh, you know, some of those defensive linemen at, at Etowah with uh, DeVezin, um, you know, and I don't want to give too much away. I, I don't I don't want to say too much with the dirty dozen coming out. But, you know, as far as some kids, some some guys that aren't on that dirty, dirty dozen list, those are a couple that I'm keeping my eyes on. That's a good one. I mean, and you can tell Mickey's all in with Cherokee, which I'm not far behind him. But I, 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 I think it's they're still at that point of, like, show me. I want to see something at this point. But, no, Mickey had a that's – a, that's a solid list. I, I mean, you know, for me, there's a kid at, uh, at Woodstock named Willie Greer that I don't think's gotten the attention thus far. Uh, but when you see him, I mean, he, he, uh, he, he's got to be the first one off the bus for Buddy. I mean, absolute <laughs> specimen. And he'll, he'll play a little bit all over the place. Uh, defensive end, uh, hell, he may be up to be in the backfield now a little bit, but um, can move out to a linebacker if he needs to. But absolutely phenomenal athlete. And then I think a rising junior at Sequoia, Jaden Mitchell, which uh, he's not in. I put out a tweet the other day for, you know, the unknown player, and some responses were around Jaden. I don't think he's. It's fair to be unknown. He had a great touchdown run against Creekview last year, so he is definitely not an unknown. He did it in that environment. Uh, but, man, he's gotten bigger. We got to Woodstock for the uh, spring game against Sequoia. We got over to Woodstock, and, and they were out warming up, and I didn't recognize him. I didn't know it was him. He's he put on so much size, and he still just runs like a monster. So uh, those are my two I think I would, I would keep a close eye on if I were uh, around the county. Willie Greer and Jaden Mitchell. That's my th- oh Mickey now no I and I I'm kind of like you Mickey I could keep going and going and going but for the sake of uh, the show and and the dirty dozen coming out here in a couple of days um, no there are there are many more in Cherokee County to watch um, you'll see you'll see uh, twelve or p- potentially a Baker's uh, dozen uh, and the dirty dozen coming out soon oh I like it. Fair enough. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make a side note on Jaden Mitchell. I had a chance to coach that young man in basketball uh, as a freshman at, yep. at over at Sequoia, and uh, the, the kid is just an amazing athlete um, and kind of uh, just the willpower he has, uh, um, unbelievable. I'm going to leave that at that, 
And uh, now when will A Dirty Dozen be released? Is that coming uh, the week of the, the first week in August? Or are we talking about uh, the, the, the following week? How, what are we looking at, guys? We think it's ready. We think it's ready to go. We got to we gotta get together, go over it one more time, and feel good about it as a group. Obviously, this is, this is our deal. Um, uh, but we still want to feel good about it as a group. And then I would say probably toward the end of this week, middle to end of this week, we'll have it posted. So we're looking at clo- hopefully sometime after August 7th, 8th, or 9th, some, sometime during the, that. That's this Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It'll be right in there. It, it, will, it will definitely be before the first scrimmage on the 16th. We have been talking with uh, Mick and Vern from the Cedarwood Tavern pregame show. Guys, we got one more question for you and uh, let you get back to it. What has been – you guys have been at this. This is your number four. What's the best pregame tailgate or and or the best place to get a pregame meal in Cherokee County? Well, you know we're not going with the or. It's got to be both of those. <laughs> we got we to gotta answer. But that's definitely an and for us. And um, to me – so we got invited over to Creekview last year. And we, we are open to any – tailgate invite as long as we're going to be at that game but if we are coming to that game of the week we are we will show up for a tailgate invite um we got invited over to creek view they were having the chili i think it was the sequoia game they were having the chili cook-off and uh man we sat out there for 30 45 minutes with the creek view folks um ate a ton of chili a, a bunch of different kinds of chili uh, we did not get to vote. We were not part of the vote for the uh, winner. But man, that was that was probably my favorite tailgate so far um, in county from a tailgate perspective. Can't that that was hard to beat. And you know we haven't been invited yet. You know my understanding is that Cherokee has a pretty nice little setup also. But maybe mm-hmm. we can uh, if we if we if we bag you know enough, maybe we can get the invite over there. And you know, and sometimes we just like to go easy. We love what Papa John's brings too. Now they're they're always Johnny on the spot, you know, giving us some some gift cards and you know. So we don't mind. We have su- supplied some pizzas for a couple of uh, student tailgates for you know the best student section. So uh, that's helped. And you know, for me, I I don't mind going over to Old Country Place and. Uh, maybe grabbing some wings or a little barbecue. Yeah, as far as that out and about, yeah, Mickey, I'm I'm a barbecue guy. I'll if if, if I'm at uh if we're going to Creek View or Cherokee, I would head up to right off Riverstone Parkway, four forty one South Barbecue, see Kevin Ward. I mean to me to walk in, walk through that line and put an order in, he's got some of the best food you'll have. And then if you're going down to the town lake, Woodstock, Etowah, River Ridge um, game day fresh across from Etowah High School. Uh, I know that place was kind of bounced around for a couple of years, but I think it's been game day for about three or four. Um, man, they do a tremendous job down there. So that'd be my two if we're hitting, hitting the town on a Friday before games potentially. Boom. You guys have uh, have covered it in the most excellent way. I appreciate your time today. One question I didn't have for you, but uh, I think a little bit of a challenge you had, the student section. Uh, who who raised the bar last season for the student section? You know, that's, that's, that's usually a little out of my league because I think you tend to be a little bit more personal. But when we go, man, those Creekview guys bring it every single time. So my top two, I got to go Creek U1 and 
close, close second. So I got 1A, and then I got 1B. I got Creekview 1A, and I got Woodstock 1B. I would be spot on exact with you, Mickey. Like, uh, Creekview is just it's insane, uh, and Woodstock's right not far behind. I think Etowah's good. Sequoia stepped up last year and did a lot better, but they just traditionally yeah. not been there. But I'm with Mickey. 1A, um, uh, Creekview, 1B, uh, Woodstock. The gauntlet has been thrown, and uh, it, it, and also also having an opportunity to see uh, most of the teams in county play last season, I could not agree more uh, that Creekview student section brings it every every game. Now, uh, a new that the 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 calendar has flipped, and some of that leadership over at Creekview in the student section is gone. So we will see if uh, if. They have passed. If Ben Reed has passed the torch along to someone else, uh, a rising senior to lead those Creekview Grizzlies, guys. You, as always, I appreciate your time. We look forward to the first game. Now, you right, g- can we do one more thing? Just if, if, for anybody that made it all the way these these whole forty five minutes, can abs- we do one more thing. Abs- and actually, it's thirty seven minutes. Doesn't but- have to. It's just I, 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 I've been itching for a while. Mickey does not have to do this if he's not ready. We can just do the burn side of this. Can I give you my one through six? And obviously, everybody doesn't play play each other, but I think at the end of the year, we'll know who was the strongest one through six. Absolutely. I'm ready to play. All right. I'm going. You got to listen fast, though, and don't write this down. Cherokee, Woodstock, Etowah, Sequoia, Creekview, River Ridge is my one through six uh, strength, uh, top to bottom, in Cherokee County this year. I like that. All right. So uh, I'm going to go. Cherokee, Woodstock, Etowah, Creekview, Sequoia, River Ridge. Wow! All right. Well, and I guess we just made our uh, we made our picks for the Creekview Sequoia game on October fourth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm. I'm- I'm going to stay impartial as I try to always do uh, be, because of the nature of my show. But so I will not reveal my uh, my picks. You'll see. Uh, you'll, you'll, you, I, I think you'll get an allusion to it when I. Uh, I'll allude to it when I release my region previews uh, right before the beginning of the regular season. You guys kick off the Cedarwood Tavern pre and post game show. Will you be doing a preseason game, or are you getting started in earnest on August 23rd? We will be at. Uh, Creekview High School versus Cherokee. We will do a pregame. We won't do a postgame that night. So that will be uh, the 16th, if I'm not mistaken, correct? You're, you got it, at Creekview High School. All right, you got to get reps in too, Art. I, I yeah, under- we got to get our scrimmage in. I understand. Mick, Vern, thanks so much for for having us. Folks, if you if you have made it for the 40 minutes, don't forget the Cedarwood Tavern show new this season will be the uh, lead-in to the pregame for the Cherokee County Game of the Week on WLJA 101.1 FM. They'll also do that post-game show as well. You can find them the traditional method on Periscope. You can also find them on the WLJA, the, the radio station, and also on the app. And uh, stay tuned for the Dirty Dozen and and all the other fun and shenanigans that cre- that excuse me that Cedarwood Tavern provides for Cherokee County. And guys, my sincere thanks for elevating Cherokee County football and what you do. I don't I don't know if there's anybody else that is not affiliated with a uh, a, a newscast station that does what you guys do. So, so uh, on, on behalf of, of of myself, and I know all the coaches in the county uh, will probably say the same thing. Thanks so much for putting the spotlight on Cherokee County. 
Thanks again to Mick and Vern from the Cedarwood Tavern pre- and post-game show. Exciting things going on over at the Tavern, and we want to make sure you guys check them out on WLJA 101.1 FM, also on Periscope, as they normally are for the pre- and post-game show this season. Please make sure to visit our sponsor for this segment of our conversation with coaches, Hill Strides. You can find them on Facebook at Hill Strides, that's H-I-L-S-T-R-I-D-E-S, or you can contact them by email at hillstrides at yahoo.com. Hill Strides, servicing the Hickory Flat and Macedonia area for all of your dog walking and pet sitting needs. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N.com or on Twitter at turdfergusonrpt. T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody.